Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Hello and welcome to our latest thrilling episode of Union of the Unknowns <laughs> presents Not Your Mama's News. And we have an interesting lineup of unknowns for you tonight. So we have me, Terry Canary, hosting from the Canary Islands with my lovely fast connection for a change. And then we have with us tonight Heel channeling channel an American patriot with his American flag at the back there. Um, Justin channeling Ism Kant and um, his various politically incorrect views. Uh, <laughs> actually, think change the feet, channeling uh, Southern Bell and uh, Jackie ATL connector channeling somewhere from Florida. I think I'm not sure, or are you in Georgia at the moment? So, sounds like we want to say hello again. at the same time. Hello, hello, hello. hello. I tried, hello, thank you very much. So we're going to kick off with our first story, which is an exciting story, hopefully, from Justin Isenkant. Take it away, Justin. I mean, do we really want exciting in 2023? Because at this point, it would have to be something like Joe Biden announcing uh, his presidential bid for 2024. Like, could you imagine that? I don't think he's actually announced it he, yet, has he really? He sort of hinted he that, that he might announce it. No, I heard. I heard the. I saw a headline. Some. Like, I think he's already done that. I think he did that like today, didn't he? Yeah. I saw the headline, but when I checked the story, it said that he, he said I'm planning to run. But you know, but I'll tell you later wow. on. That's I'm planning funny. to run, but I might fall up some stairs next week and break my <laughs> yes, back. That's right. I might be prosecuted for my connections to C the CCP. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, Justin. So we've got a bit crossed. sidetracked here. Justin, uh, take us away with your sorry, story. Sorry to interrupt here, guys, but actually, according to Breitbart News, this is breaking. That's the only reason I'm interrupting. The 80-year-old Democratic Joe Biden officially confirmed on Tuesday morning, which is today, that he will be seeking a second term as president of the United States. We should do this. This just in. <laughs> Joe Biden announces his presidential run. And I also heard that the Democratic Party is canceling all of their debates because yes. of yeah, I mean, yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, no, no reason I to mean, no reason to vet Biden at all. Just yeah, that's I mean that's completely understandable. <laughs> Which doesn't add. make sense because the Kennedy is wanting to run, so they saying that they're not going to debate, so Why? he doesn't want to. How would well, that they don't want to give him a platform, do they? How would it make sense for the Democrats to put Joe Biden on the same stage as RFK? A Kennedy? Yeah. Like, that's just shooting themselves in the foot. Of course they're going to cancel the debate. He's a doddering old fool. I don't think yeah. you should mention the word shooting with the same name with Kennedy. That would be, that would be kind yeah. of, you know. Yikes. That would, Good yeah, thing there isn't a bad. history there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway justin your so, story please anyways um from the uh ktla5 la's very own 
uh, we have from you out of Greensboro, North Carolina. A wonderful North Carolina state senator, Michael Garrett, has come up with an idea. And surprise, surprise, it is an idea on how to spend your money. And uh, I mean, I, I'll give it this one. At least he's not sending it to Ukraine or like blowing up babies in Yemen. Um, but so Garrett, a Democrat from Guilford County, has filed Senate Bill 594, the Mickey's Freedom Restoration Act. And I'm really disappointed that that doesn't spell out a word. Um, yeah, it should do. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, I, they paid people tens of thousands of dollars to make these bills so that they have like, you know, the Restrict Act, which basically yeah. bans the entire internet. But again, a little bit of sidetracking. Um, yeah, no, uh, the Patriot Act spells something out, doesn't it? I can't remember what it does, but I think it spells something out. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck Americans in the ass is what it spells out. <laughs> it definitely doesn't mean Patriot for sure. Yeah, I was thinking something like pissing in Spider. the ass of Americans, but I didn't have enough time for like, that's like 12 letters, man. Yeah. So anyways, uh, the Mickey's Freedom Restoration Act to give Disney a place to move the Magic Kingdom, Epcot Center, Disney's Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, blah, 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 hotels, blah, 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 uh, pedophiles, blah, blah, blah. Tunnels. But, but I repeat myself. Uh, so, so, sorry, go ahead. No, you finish, finish your, your thing. Okay, so basically, uh, with DeSantis feuding with Disney um, over the don't say gay legislation, uh, yada, 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 and I'm sure now it's more has to do with, uh, you know, death penalty for child rapists. I'm sure Disney's got a huge problem with that. Uh, so basically, uh, Garrett, along with Senators Chad Chaudhuri, uh, Democrat, State Minority Whip and Sydney Bot Sydney Batch, uh, who with Garrett are Deputy Democratic Caucus leaders, wants to study a plan to lure Disney to North Carolina and is asking for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars starting in July to do so. So, in case you thought you misheard me, let me reiterate that they are asking for three quarters of a million dollars to study a plan oh wow right like if you take out all the nonsense words they want to spend three quarters of a million dollars to study <clears throat> to me it sounds like investigative research that disney wants to put on to see if it would be worthwhile economically to be able to move to north carolina which is not something that taxpayers need to pay for if disney wants to come out of their own money to pay that money they have every right to do so but we're not i'm not interested in subsidizing that All it's right. bad uh, enough we're gonna have to subsidize yeah. uh poor credit holders so yeah. okay yeah. okay transphobe anyone else have any thoughts yes i apart from all of the obvious you know wait america like government waste of waste of money kind of thoughts you could put on this are they seriously suggesting that disney might physically move disney world to the carolinas or texas somewhere else i mean because that, that discussion that has is, been out there that is never ever ever going to happen they're not going That's to what I was thinking. Thinking. Well, they're having a lot of trouble with uh, DeSantis, aren't they? 
It's that's that's ridiculously. That's I mean that's comical. I mean they wouldn't even sell those buildings to some other company and then move and then rebuild somewhere. That just isn't going to happen. Right. The logistics of building a brand new Disney is yeah. that's what you're saying. It's impossible. Right. It's impossible. That would never happen. Plus all the so, tax benefits they get here in Florida. No. Well, that's, yeah, but that's they didn't a lot of those um benefits yeah. get taken away by the Sanders. <laughs> yeah, he knew Yeah, but still. I'm sure they're still getting some. I mean, they are Florida's I, number one employer. Yeah. Can I say a couple of things? I've got a comment and a question. I've always thought um, if I went to America, if I went to live in America, I'd, I'd like to live in the Carolinas. I don't know why. I've got this idea that they're quite nice and sort of a bit out in the sticks, you know, and, yeah. and sort of protected from some of the craziness that you get on other coasts. You've been you talking about the coast. You've got a nice you can, climate. You can trade, um, but, trade one craziness for another. <laughs> I've, I know uh, who runs South Carolina, but I don't know who runs North Carolina. Is it is it the Dems? Uh, so the governor is Democratic. That is Roy Cooper. And then I believe that, okay, I, I am not 100% sure. I think it's close as far as the, the, house, the state houses. I right. think that there was somebody out of Charlotte recently or Mecklenburg County that ended up Flipping their affiliation from Democratic to Republican. Uh, yeah, so I think absolutely. that that affected the power balance. I do remember mm. seeing that. Is it 50 50 now or is it like 49 51? I think it might be 49 51 the way of uh, Republicans after that. People, people were very triggered. Um, but I don't know you, a lot of the details. But You can't say triggered. Just think of the kids in U Uvalde. Uvalde. <laughs> So that's so, in the Senate. It's in the Senate, I will isn't it? say, Terry, that the state of North Carolina, in my opinion, it used to be very, very conservative and much better in, in those values. But it's just like any other places that's starting to go woke. Starting the at, cards start coming in. Yes. Yeah, you can blame Asheville probably for all that. I thought well, you were about to say Asheville. You have Asheville, <laughs> then you have Charlotte, which are both in Boone in Western North Carolina too. So Asheville and Boone are in the mountains um, and they are very liberal towns. Then Charlotte is now liberal. Then you have from the Eastern side of the state, like Raleigh, Durham, Cary, Apex, all of those places are very liberal. And then I would say Greensboro is, and then it's all like bleeding together and, and merging like a tumor among the I-40 corridor. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Basically, South Carolina, you've got uh, Charleston, which is straight up old South, like very, very old South, that low country uh, stuff going on down there. It's very well preserved yeah, like, from like a historical perspective. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the city itself is, is blue, but I mean, as far as the kind of culture goes, and we all know when Ashley said she likes the historical, what she really means is the South shall rise again. Yes, absolutely. I do but, think yeah. the South, the South will rise again. No, <laughs> would you consider, would you you consider here North first. Carolina to be the South? Yes, <clears throat> definitely. Well, so the guy, oh. the guideline for Americans is someone a Yankee is are they above the Mason Dixon line? That right. is the 
kind of delineation. However, I will say that a lot of people in Maryland think that they are like Southern and I do not consider Maryland Southern at all. Oh, no. Although technically it's below so, the Mason Dixon line. Okay. And Virginia but... is a bit complicated as well, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, let me just point out that this is all meaningless because Ohio is considered in the Midwest. It is neither mid nor West. When the term Midwest was laid out. No, 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 no. It's 2023, <laughs> motherfucker. Ohio is goddamn Northeast. Wait. Is it? I, is it I do consider it Midwest. Relative to. Anyway. It's on the Re- east. Relative to the Pacific the Ocean, maybe. Half of the country. How is it mid? How is it Western anything? This is lunacy, and this mm-hmm. is why. The country is going to shit. That's one of the reasons. Sure. Yeah. So so anyway, to get back to Justin's story though, is it is it feasible? I mean, kill things that's impossible. Just from a logistical standpoint of like having an entire huge giant hundreds of acres place and moving all that stuff. And I would say that that makes sense to me, right? Like if they're building a new ride at one of these theme parks. <laughs> How long does it take? It takes them an eternity to finish one ride. I yeah, mean, and- it would be hundreds of billions of dollars. Uh, I mean, we aren't even considering the amount of land that they would have to purchase. So yeah, right. my best guess would be, unless government pays for it, which is probably on the table. Um, yeah, that's possible. I mean, they spend so, hundreds of millions of dollars on fucking football stadiums. I guess I could open a... They could open a brand new one, right? Didn't they get a lot of concessions, Disney, when they were first building the theme parks, particularly in California? They got a lot. Um, they they did aid or something, didn't they? I don't know about out in Anaheim, but they definitely had. They they threw Disney threw a shitload of money into a, into Orlando, and yeah, they've been living like kings for quite a while. Literally, and, <laughs> and uh, they have I, their own city there. Have so. their own laws, don't they? Totally. Effectively. They also have their own police force. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I, I'm really okay with that. But the problem I have with this whole situation is that DeSantis should be, instead of removing those freedoms and, you know, um, what do you call it? E- easements or whatever you call it, that you're, all those special privileges, that's it, for Disney <laughs> area, and just apply them across the board to everybody. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I yeah. want to agree everybody with everybody the tax cuts and everybody the option to have their own police yeah, force yeah. and everything yeah. and all this stuff. I want to agree with you, but also, fuck those Disney pedophile groomers. Yeah, <laughs> I don't um, know. I've, I've been, uh, you know, I grew up with Disney, and I was never approached by a, by a pedophile that I'm aware of. Um, well, now they want to pop your daughter's tits off. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Just to wrap this thing up, did you all see that the um, Disney Dragon, I think it was at the Florida theme park, um, caught fire? Yeah, but it was quite spectacular, actually. They've got this fire-breathing dragon as part of their show, and the whole thing went up in flames. So I don't know if that's symbolic or not. Was it Mushu? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not really... Um, I don't know what story it was. So I'm not, not really up with that. But I just saw the video of it, and it was quite spectacular and they had to evacuate everyone obviously who watched i had i hadn't heard that but it does warm my heart a bit yeah it was quite good (laughs) i I think they had to shut down they have a uh 
a very famous uh, light show at the at the end of the night every night, and it's like a big live performance. I can't remember what oh, uh, Phantasmic, Phantasmic, I think is what it's called. And I think that you know that has fire and stuff like that. It's kind of on the water. Wow. That that could have. I I know they had to shut that down recently for some reason. That could have been it. That could have been it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, it was this fire breathing dragon, and the fire sort of spread to the whole body, <laughs> and the thing Jeez. went up in flames very very quickly. Mm. So, so uh, have we um, have we wrung this one dry? We'll we'll move on <laughs> to the next story if we have. Yeah, yeah I reckon. But I guess let me just finish with imagine a fucking private business being like, hey, I need to take out a loan for three quarters of a million dollars to study some shit. They laugh you out of the bank. Yeah, I'm yeah. Done. Yeah. I think I think we have more stories. Yeah. Let's move on. Thank you, Justin. That was uh, very good. Um, so uh Ashley, what have you got yes. for us tonight? I have the story that is on everybody's minds. I know it. Tucker Carlson and Fox News part ways. Now, <laughs> that has many of us scratching our heads, right? Because even in, you know, I wouldn't consider anyone here to be Republican or anything like that. And he's definitely very popular with the Republican crowd, but he's also popular with the libertarian freedom crowd. And especially because he has been the only person truly in the mainstream or corporate press, whatever you want to call it, who has actually said anything even close to the truth over the last three years. I mean, he's the only one he's discussed, um, vaccine safety on his show he's discussed he's even had jimmy Dore on there who's very very passionately anti-war um tucker is outspoken against what's happening in ukraine so he has spoken out on a lot of the issues that people are being canceled for uh in today's day and time and the other thing is that he was fox's number one draw and in fact, he was the number one nightly news personality period of all of them. So it's a very strange that I believe, Tucker. I believe that he's the number one in history. Hey, he's I number one by a huge margin. I wouldn't be surprised. I think he was drawing close to 4 million viewers a night. And that probably doesn't even count YouTube views and, and the other stuff that's being shared on the internet. So he is very, very popular and really one of the only last voices of reason. Now, a couple of other things that a lot of people in the liberty community or the free thought community or truth community, whatever you want to call it, know is that Tucker is, um, he applied for I think it was the CIA at one point. His dad was a propagandist. I mean, he has very deep connections to that crowd, the deep state crowd. Um, there's several pictures of him wearing a red Kabbalah bracelet um, that he's been seen out there. So I don't want to give the impression that I think that Tucker is truly an independent um, guy separate from whatever or whoever is kind of running the show, but he still was a voice of reason. Justin. Um, before we get too far out there, um, for us retarded folks, could you explain what a Kabbalah bracelet is? Good question. So in, I'm, I'm not a 
theological scholar here. So I just know well, that the red Kabbalah bracelet can be worn to indicate that you are a practitioner of the Kabbalah religion, which is a sector of Judaism. Ah, so tiny hat, et cetera, et cetera. All right, please continue before we get canceled. Okay. So there are definitely a lot Good, of things. Because I was about-, about to say something. Sorry, Ashley. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of things about Tucker's background that that is sure ask a lot of questions but a lot of people really and truly do not understand why Fox why Fox would make this decision he was their number one and he was the most popular on TV so why would they do that now, we know that this is right on the heels of a Fox Dominion lawsuit. We talked about this on last week's Not Your Mama's News, um, where Fox actually settled with Dominion. And something about that seems very, very fishy. So this happened right after that. There's been allegations of uh, by one of the producers of the show by um, kind of like the sexual harassment complaint. But I looked into that today of like what her accusations were and it was nothing that I would consider to be serious it was stuff like one day the office was plastered in pictures of Nancy Pelosi in a a deep cut bathing suit I mean that meme she got some some hefties yeah that meme was all over the internet and it was a hilarious meme so it doesn't surprise me that if you still have a little sense of humor that something like that would come up especially when you cover politics so it's things along that line or like they're misogynist or they were this or they were that um but it you know and i'm not somebody who takes these types of complaints and just thinks that there's nothing to them but when i read this this was really seemed like a nothing burger and very conveniently timed that this person was filing a lawsuit against, I guess, Tucker and his team. So that's one factor. Then the other factor that's very strange about all this is also Dan Bongino, um, who was another Fox News uh, personality left on the same day. And then CNN had also let go of Don Lemon, um, their joker of a broadcaster personality who has been there. I think I read he had been there the last um, 18 years, something like that. So we had had a long career with him. So it's just was 17 fact check. Okay. Thank you for, thank you for that. So it's a weird day. It's a weird time. And this is my last point that I wanted to make about this is I was reading a blip on Breitbart about this. And I just think what I want to have people be thinking about is what is the next play here? You know, is it possible that Tucker's in on something? He may not be, but this could be ushering in a new age of trust in the news or certain news, right? So even a shout out to the propaganda report, Brad Binkley, and he talked about how a lot of these think tanks like the Davos crowd, the World Economic Forum crowd, have discussed how do we regain trust from our viewers because it was totally obliterated and lost during COVID times. So is this a play to try to usher that in to try because this is somebody that they trust and a couple of uh, lines from this article jumped out to me so the title of the article was tucker carlson will wipe those smug smirks off of left-wing faces 
And some notable quotes were, however Carlson decides to roar back, he will do so with even more power and influence than he had at Cup News. That was their word, not mine. That's what they called Fox News. (laughs) And then uh, another very important line to me, most importantly, people trust Tucker. So, and I think there's some dodgy connections with Breitbart as well. So I just want people thinking about this in terms, like a lot of people will think about it and realize that something corrupt is happening, but they'll think that, um, you know, Fox is just somehow accidentally spiting its or cutting off its nose to spite its face, or they're thinking like, oh, this is all about the Dominion lawsuit. Maybe, but I also think we have to ask is, is Tucker playing a part in this? And then what will that part be? Will he truly be set up as the most trusted name in news? Justin. I had just have one quick question. When you were reading that, did they call, did they call Fox News Cuck News? Yes. I heard that right. Yes. So God, if the left could meme, I wouldn't even mind him so much. <laughs> that was it. Well, yeah. So, but this was Breitbart. Uh, and they're conservative. Wait, the Breitbart called called them cuck news. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh. Well, I well I heard about it. Um, uh, I was reading about it as well, and um, I don't know whether we believe it or not that the uh, decision came right from the top, i.e., from the Murdochs, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they weren't impressed with his January the sixth coverage. And one motive might be that I think it's the son, Murdoch, who's now in charge, not Rupert. And Mm -hmm. uh, he might be wanting to sell Fox and he wants to sort of clear the deck so that there's no dodgy people on his boots before Mm -hmm. he does that. I I think they're wanting to become less conservative as well. If they're planning on selling it, they've they've already lost over a billion dollars in stock value. Yeah, they yes. have, yeah. That's a great and, point. I'm glad you brought that up. And there's a lot of people who have gone online and said, you know, I'm not subscribing to Fox anymore because I used to watch it for Tucker. And, uh, you know, he was a great, he was a huge pull for Fox. I can imagine going the same way as CNN now because, you know, he was the only interesting thing on there, wasn't he, really? Fox yeah. News is going to hire Don Lemon. CNN is going to hire Tucker Carlson. That would be great. Didn't Tucker start off on a lefty um, yeah. station? M- MSNBC, in it? Was it? Mm-hmm. I think he was uh, earlier than that. He used to be the uh, conservative opposing, um, what was that Cajun guy? And they had a, a back and forth. The older guy, he was a... Uh, James. The Raging uh, Cajun? Yeah, the Raging Cajun. James somebody. It's the economy, stupid... Yeah, James. Wow, I don't remember that guy's name. Oops. I'm gonna look it up. Not my webcam over there. Anyway, yeah, he was he was on a show with that guy for years, a long time ago, and he was really young. He was like the young, hip conservative guy. Hmm. I, James I Carville. Yeah, James Carville. I can't remember what channel that was on. I don't think it was MSNBC though. I thought it was. I thought it was a uh, like an NBC or CBS or something like that on the weekends. I don't know. CNN checking right now. Yes. For me, with with Tucker, for all the doubts people have on him about him, you know, he's dropped a lot of truth bombs recently, and his coverage on COVID has been pretty good. So you know, you've just got to take what 
what what they these people say and uh i used to quite enjoy him you know he's he's really hit some things quite hard recently and you know maybe oh. that's why they had to get rid of him yeah i'm a tucker well. fan i mean in spite of all of my doubts about what his true motives are and, and that kind of thing, I like Tucker. I like watching his show. I think he's extremely good at his job and sure. has a, a, an excellent delivery. He's funny. He's smart. I mean, I, I like, him. I love, sorry, Justin. I love his, I love his dumbfounded face. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. he does that quite a lot. Doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but he's, He's really been the only anti-war voice on the corporate press Absolutely. since Absolutely. George Bush in 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> every other every other corporate press member has been cheerleading every single war since weapons of mass destruction. 100%. Um, and and I, also- I'm, uh, sorry, on the back of his sacking, I, I saw a speech he gave recently where he said, you know, we're like what we say a lot, that we're in a battle of good versus evil, basically. You know, and he thinks a lot of these things that are going on now, like the transgenderism, is is basically evil. So it's mm-hmm. hard to argue with that. Spiritual yep. warfare. Yep. But yeah. I mean, so and while T- Tucker Carlson's great, like, and he did all that January six footage and basically got the shaman out of jail. Um, didn't they say they had like forty seven thousand hours of that footage? Yeah. Something crazy. Yeah. It was was the other forty six thousand nine hundred and ninety eight hours of footage. Was there just nothing there? Nobody seems, looked at it. That seems pretty sus. They just cherry picked as much as they needed to get. It's all bullshit, dude. They're they're imbalanced. Uh-huh. It's in their it's it's their slogan. They are legally required to be fair and balanced. Yeah, and Tito's is actually made by hand. Wait, are you implying it's not? They squeeze the potatoes. By hand. They they step on the potatoes and squish the juice out of them. <laughs> Their bare feet. That sounds right. Those Finnish people, they know what's up. I'm glad you put us straight on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I I did have a cup my just real quick theories on what why they left. Um well first of all, the corporate press is collapsing. Like the only reason people watched Fox was for Tucker Carlson, yep. and no one watches any other news except for like the boomers, like the re- like the the boomer boomers. Yeah, Greg um, Goodfield. Hey, I'm a boomer. <laughs> I I said boomer boomer, not just boomer. All right, I think. But See, boomer is a, right. It's a state of mind. It's not necessarily dealing oh, with quit redefining your... words that are perfectly well defined already <laughs> oh okay boomer <laughs> nailed it i'm only just a boomer <laughs> but my theory is basically and they aren't necessarily biased ones i've heard um is that murdoch wanted fox news is at this point affiliated like it is tucker carlson and you know how they're all megalomaniacs. So he's like, no, this Fox network should be about me, not Tucker Carlson. And then the only other option I saw in my eyes was uh, the Dominion stuff. Like, they had to shut him yeah. up. Yeah. Well, I, I, I did see something that BlackRock owns about, yeah, I can't remember, a huge percentage of Fox. 
and a huge percentage of Dominion as well. So they're basically they were suing themselves. Well, and I did, I did also see that, but money transfer. Um, yeah. I believe what I saw wasn't percentages; it was shares. And I didn't check to see how many total shares that they are because it was like forty six and forty nine. <laughs> um, and then also someone said, and I called them a faggot for fa- fact checking. But they said that it was dom- like Dominion Oil and not like Dominion Voting. Yeah, it was Dominion yeah. Energy, mm-hmm. not not the. Voting. Yeah, but I didn't. Right? I didn't fact check uh, the fact know. checkers because right. I'm not, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if they own shares over like of uh, an economic investment into the organization, that's a way to be able to transfer ownership in a tax-free way because the only time you pay taxes on that is when you sell those shares to re- to get our fake fiat currency back for that, the unbacked fiat currency that we have. So that's one way that a lot of the rich and wealthy people. So if you like see that there's like, oh, they got this for, you know, a small amount of money, but then the rest was in stock shares, which I think is one of the things that Elon must, I think he did with Twitter, but that's one way that they're able to transfer it through tax-free. Well, I just looked it up. The numbers I saw for BlackRock were equate to about 10% of Fox's total stock share. Yeah, the the Murdochs still own more. And it's good to to put these things right. We're open to fact checking here, uh, viewers and listeners. You know, just if you fact check us, just be prepared for me to call you a fag. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd have to rebrand ourselves to not your mama's fake news, and we don't want to do that. Too many no, letters. No. We already too got many letters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we so, already uh, have the logos and the t-shirts. Sorry. Yeah, I haven't got my Sorry, t-shirt Terry. on today. Sorry. I just sure, um, anyone else got anything any comments on this story before we move on no thank you Ashley that was that was good uh, <laughs> someone had to cover that it's a very important story and um, I think this one will run and run it's too um, bad there aren't any good journalists at CNN or Fox to cover it <laughs> it's too bad there aren't any journalists yeah it's a dying breed we are we are the journalists now it's up to us yeah, More it's literally that. it's literally the I am the captain now, Beeb. We are yeah, the yeah. journalists now. I am the captain. Even though we are not technically journalists, we are for entertainment no, purposes no, no, no. only. Every just says I just got to put that clarifier out there that we are for entertainment purposes only. Every okay, single American is a journalist and part of the free press. As long as you have a fedora with a little card sticking out of it that says press. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, that's all you need. But and one of those cameras with a big flash on it. Yes. <laughs> um, right. So I think it's it's my turn now. Uh, I'm going to do a, a story which astonishingly appears on the BBC, um, and it's a study from Wales, which uh, for you American listeners is part of the UK. You go up north to England and turn left, and there it is. Um, so it says COVID, no evidence shielding helped. Swansea, uh, no, no evidence shielding helped Swansea Uni study. So they've studied 117,000 people in Wales compared to the rest of the population of 3 million. Uh, and they found that deaths and healthcare usage were higher amongst shielding people than the general population. To point out here that this BBC article, rather astonishingly, uses the word shielding throughout rather than masking, which is what we all know it as. And I suspect mm. that's because 
they're trying to um, avoid uh, the Google search showing up. Um, yep. I will with say the BBC are, story coming to the top saying that masking doesn't work, which we all know it doesn't work. Countries that they required actual face shields too. Yeah, I think this covers both things. It covers people wearing masks and people wearing these plastic, funny plastic face shields as well. So uh, not only did it not work, but it was actually worse for the people using these things. Um, the COVID rate was higher amongst those shielding by a little bit, 5.9% compared to 5.7%. Uh, and the researchers, obviously trying to keep their funding intact, said that the data <laughs> raised questions about whether the policy worked. They didn't say it's clear that it doesn't work. They said it raised questions. Um, mm. And they concluded that a lack of clear impact on infection rates raises questions about the success of shielding and indicates that further research is required to fully evaluate this national policy intervention. So they don't say this is clearly a huge failure. No, no, we need more research and more money. We need more money to continue yeah, exactly. this, to continue exactly. this charade to keep going on. Yeah. Well, it, didn't the national, the like national healthcare system, do a study some time ago trying to get rid of face masks and surgeries, and basically they showed that. There was like no more of a negative consequence with doctors wearing a face mask than not. That is correct. I have and seen it that research. Save yeah. them like millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, okay, yeah there's, there's even in surgery, there's very little evidence that masks do any good. And the, the mm -hmm. reason they wear them in surgery is, is not to prevent viruses and bacteria passing. The idea was to prevent sort of particles yeah. from your face falling into the open wounds. I don't wounds. want the doctor spitting into my gallbladder. Or right. dandruff or something like that. Yeah. Right. Facial dandruff. <laughs> Mustache um, dandruff. <laughs> I got to exactly. say, one of the most ridiculous things I recall from the the heady days of COVID uh, was were these mat, those shields and those face shields. And the 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 epitome of it was in some of the TV shows that my wife was watching. Um, like there was there was a hospital drama or something like that. And the good doctor. I, I don't know if I don't think that's what it was, but it was something oh, okay. like that. And uh, the set, everybody on the set was required to wear these face shields. So they were acting and filming in these shields. So you'd watch the episode and they'd be sitting there talking and having this dramatic moment. And these two actors would be sitting there with these shields on. And I and it was just, it was so fucking comical. Just holy shit, just holy ah, it was just ridiculous. I'd had to I had to leave the room because it was just Same. I mean, I would have left the room anyway because of the terrible show, but the the having the masks with the shields and the thing, uh just Yeah. I couldn't I, I could not handle that uh peak COVID stuff. Like I I it was all so weird. I mean, you know, they, I, I still can't really get over it. And they weren't, it wasn't part, like the, the shields weren't written into the, the scene. I know. <laughs> they were just acting the scene, but they just happened to have these shields in front, in front of them. I, I, saw, I remember seeing... I saw... Oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry. Um, I saw um, a gentleman... Well, who knows if he's really a gentleman? He looked like a weirdo to me. But anyways, he was wearing one of those paper uh, shields that you're referring out to, driving alone in his Tesla, and uh, with his windows up. 
And I was wondering to myself, hmm, I wonder if he covers his eggplant before he uh, he goes ahead and takes care of that in the evenings. I don't <laughs> when know, he's laying alone all by time. himself. I can guarantee yeah. you. I can guarantee you that Bud Light is his beer of choice. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> I still peek oh some goodness. people with uh, a mask on while they're driving. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I just saw this yeah. the other day. Too, yeah. It was but, just the other day. I was like. Isn't know. this supposed to be over with already? Like, what's going on? But of course, he was in a I, Tesla. So I went to Kroger yesterday, and I saw a father and daughter walking. You know, probably like mid thirties, like or you know, late thirties, forties, and like a fourteen-year-old, both wearing masks. And I'm really at the point where I I really came close to stopping them, being like, "What are you yeah. doing? Yeah, what I want, the heck are you doing, man? I want to do that too, but I can't." I, I don't care that much at the end of the day, but I mean, I, it's, do, I don't want to be an asshole, you know? I it's do just, kind of laugh at them a bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of torn between uh, feeling sympathy for these people because they're just so terrified of the world. Yeah, and, they've and been just thinking that they are total retards, in Justin's words. Yeah. <laughs> so I they've think been totally traumatized. Yeah. For me, at least, I feel like Jane Goodall, like watching the grill, is like, oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. fascinating yeah, behavior. Yeah. I saw, Definitely. yeah, this weekend I went to the butcher shop to get some steaks. I was grilling steaks on Saturday. And when I was pulling up, there was an elderly, well, it was a couple. Uh, they were getting out of the car. The guy was probably 100 years old. And he was just, you know, slowly getting out. But he had a he had a mask on and his, I don't know, maybe his daughter or somebody. She also looked like she was probably 60. Um, but she had a mask on too. And. I thought, you know what, that's okay. So they have masks on and he's elderly and they don't want to spread germs and stuff. But I'm thinking if he's that sensitive to it and you're that worried that you're going to wear a mask on and ruin his day and probably smothering him, he can't breathe, you know, why are you taking him to a damn butcher shop on a Saturday afternoon? Why don't you take him out to a park or something where it's open and you're not having to be around people necessarily? Or just leave him in the car with the doors windows down so he doesn't overheat. And, and leave, like leave I do a my note dog. on the window that says like don't break the window. Like he has food and water in here. Right. Back shortly. And the air conditioning's on. <laughs> were, um, and playing his favorite music. Off. Yeah. There were two things that got me here. One was during the the you know, we had mask mandates outside even um, in Spain for a lot of a lot of the time. And uh, you used to go past schools where the kids were playing in the playground with masks on. I was thinking, and it just used to, I really wanted to say something. It used to upset me so much. And the other thing was when we used to have to go to the hospital, and still we have to wear masks in the hospital here. Yeah. And like you're saying, you've got these old guys who are having breathing problems, and they're trying to breathe through this fucking mask. And you're just thinking, mm. you're, you're just torturing these patients. You know, for God's sake, show some humanity. You know, this is supposed to be a, we know that hospitals have really lost their way in this era, yes. but it's supposed yeah, to be a healthcare facility where you're looking after people for God's sake. I don't understand. That's something I don't understand now is that the the hospitals, they should be aware that the masks aren't really helping. And yeah. even if they were, 99% of the people aren't wearing them the way they're supposed to be in order to help them and all that kind of yeah. stuff. There's so many variables involved. Yeah. Why? Why do they keep? Why do they keep clinging to these old COVID policies? Why don't they just? Why don't they step up and say, "Hey, we know this isn't working. 
then we're not going to, we're not going to force anybody to do this stuff. You know, you want to wear a mask, go ahead and wear a mask. Why, yeah. why, why can't they be reasonable? What's what happened to rational thought, especially in, in the hospitals that, that know the information they're there every day. Yeah. It's, it's it makes, cognitive dissonance to the nth degree, isn't it? It's, it's hard to get your head around, really. But it makes it makes me question things because if they're seeing this every day, don't they know? Don't they know? And absolutely, if, if they know, yeah, it should they go, it should they make you question. We don't know. I mean, what's what's going on there? Yeah, no, they know, they know, but they they also knew about the shots. There's no way they don't know about the shots. Wait a minute, and. All right, so there goes YouTube. There's <laughs> you can drop back at all. Come on, let's go for it. Bring up the shot. Come there, on. I I have I know it's not nothing anything new, but uh, one of the things that I've recently became aware of, uh, like what they really said in my mind is how much I mean I knew insurance companies control the medical industry and and the government through the insurance companies and all that kind of stuff it's a whole big bureaucracy it's a whole big racket um but the 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 amount of um micromanaging that is that is imposed upon doctors through the use of like incentives and kickbacks and things from the insurance companies in order for them to do certain uh, procedures and imply certain vaccines and certain stuff like that is 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 crazy I mean, it is insane. They get so much money for for doing stuff like that. Yeah, and and it, and it's it's a uh, it no it takes the responsibility out of their hands. They no longer are treating their patient as a patient. They're they're applying these procedures that they're going to get money from the insurance company. Obviously, probably most doctors don't only do that. Of course, they're going to diagnose and whatever they need to do, but. It, it just occurred to me the reason hospitals probably still have these policies is because that's what the insurance companies want them to do. And they say, as long as you have these policies in place, we're going to, you know, you're going to have a, a preferable treatment from us. And the, the government probably is, is still telling the insurance companies to do it because they want to control. They want to make sure that everybody's on the same boat and all, you know, all that stuff. It just, it all goes yeah. back up the chain. And all, yes. And in, in big high. pharma, it is, it is a racket. It's the medical industrial complex. Yeah. So it's like the same thing with war. They all know they're all in on it and they're all in lockstep together. And it, this was the takeover. So it's almost like, um, you know, nine 11 was step one for this because that's when they got the information and the spying apparatus really on the citizens, as far as like the NSA and stuff like that. Then they bring this in, and that's the next layer of control uh, over your healthcare. And it's been taking place over the last decades. Have you seen these family doctors? And and I don't know about in the UK and um, in Spain, Terry, but here you used to have plenty of community family doctors that were general practitioners. But then gradually they began being centralized, being eaten up by these bigger, 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 bigger companies so that was all laying the groundwork for this whole thing um it's just one more step in totalitarianism and it's like yeah you know in hollywood and the me too you know people would say like you would have actresses defending uh, or acting so horrified about harvey weinstein like meryl streep and like i had no idea and no, people were like not. hashtag they all knew exactly yeah, yeah. they all know yeah justin and 
Um, well, first of all, before I forget this, I just saw Ashley's tattoo on her forearm, and I was thinking, how offensive would it be to get like a number like tattooed on your forearm? Right. But I, I digress. So. Um, <laughs> okay. so devil's advocate with the mask thing is that it could just be that their lawyers are afraid of liability um, and getting sued. If someone like were to, you know, die in the hospital from something like that, blah, blah, blah. And, but I can tell you for sure that the masks aren't going away until someone sues them for a mask related injury. And then every single hospital is going to get rid of them. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. You, no, you might be right. Um, sues and the, wins. Why don't you, why don't you uh, head up that plan, Justin? And uh, yes. let us. We'll we'll support you the whole way, okay? Um, just right, to underline, so... just to underline what sorry, uh, just to underline what Kiel was saying. Um, I saw a breakdown today, uh, 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 you know, not the first time of all the payments that hospitals got for COVID patients, and they were getting paid for PTR tests administered, positive COVID patients, patients put on ventilators, patients given remdesivir. So they were just encouraged to basically kill these people with these horrible protocols um you know and so yeah it's... they were just that's what one of the main reasons they were going along with it you know i'm not saying yeah the because why would they say no in favor. yeah exactly when they're being but, incentivized know, yeah. yeah and it, it was going up to you know many many tens of thousands of pounds of dollars per patient yeah and so nowadays i i haven't done it because it's expensive but we have here in America, I don't know if they have it over there, uh, called concierge health. And so those are regular I've doctors. That. I've yeah, done that. Regular doctors uh, that you would normally go to, but instead you also, you pay a, a usually a pretty hefty, uh, like kind of a membership fee per year and per month, depending on how they structure it. But that kind of relieves the doctor, I think, from being so stuck to the system. And so yep. when you yeah. when you go, you will get the more of the old school style yep. uh, treatment from your doctor. He's going to see you. He's going to pay attention to you. He's not going to just do all of the. He's not going to just go down the checklist like like every other place they do nowadays. That sounds I mean, good. I think you should be paid on results. Really, you should say, you know, I'll give you a thousand dollars now, and if if you keep me alive, right. I'll give you another thousand. <laughs> well, so how is your how was your experience, Jackie, with that? Um, it was fantastic because um, when I got the flu, it didn't necessarily need, it, he didn't have to report it back to the insurance companies because I don't have insurance. And um, it didn't have to be reported to anything. It was able to stay as our private information that was just between me and him. And that was one of the things I said to him, do not report this flu back to anything please just keep this in house and he said no that's one of the advantages of being on the concierge service is it stays internal he did yeah. one free health care he does one free uh physical a year that includes blood work um he also i had his um i have his personal cell phone number so regardless of any time at night we're able to give him a call or shoot him a text or whatever and i would always like really hesitate to do that just because 
I didn't want to, but my friend who runs the office, she's like, Jackie, that's what you're paying for. Use the service. So there was a couple of times where um, I was having severe, I forget what it's called, but um, chest pain. It was either, it felt like borderline gas really bad or a heart attack. It was neither, but it had to do with my skeletal muscles in my chest. And um, uh, yeah, and I was able to call him. He you know, told me what I should do. And if I continued having pain, then I need to go to the hospital. Um, but really like when you have these things, they're like, oh my God, what is this? And then he was able to, you know, talk me down where I calmed down and stuff and just like was better the next day. So, um, it was a great experience. I would, I would prefer that over, um, uh, over having regular medical care insurance. It was about a thousand dollars a year, which is what a lot of people are paying anyways. And then the other thing is, is to do a, um, uh, to do a, um, um, just like a high risk insurance or something like, like just, you know, and you could get that through any kind of like Christian thing or whatever that like, basically if you have to go to the hospital, or whatever, it subsidizes that major, you know, healthcare. And then you don't have to worry about being on the major insurance plans and all that stuff because mm -mm, yeah. Right. Now the only downfall, sorry, is when you got to go see specialists and stuff like that. So right. yeah. Yeah. Those won't be covered at all unless no. you're, unless your concierge health office has a specialist in it. I suppose exactly. Yeah. But it, it's, it's a, it's really great sounding to me. And uh, I recently had a health thing that I had to scramble and find a doctor for, cause I don't really keep a regular doctor. Um, so I, I looked at concierge and I didn't really, there weren't any up near me that I have to drive. Well, I don't have to drive that far to get to one, but um they weren't close enough. They weren't close as close as I wanted. And I didn't want to spend the money to do something that I may only be going to see him once for. So I just went to the regular doctor, but I found some good ones that, that I saw. So I'm, I was okay with what my experience was that way. Well, speaking of specialties, uh, I'm a specialist in tit. So, uh, if if you need any advice on them, just let me know, and I will get back to you at my earliest convenience. Enhancements? Are we talking about? I don't. You know, one can you, to ten. Can you take all, a look all, at this, Justin? Yeah, this I'll, I'll, I'll look for lumps and all that good stuff. Right. Excellent. Uh, excellent I think Keel has there, something Justin. for you to look at. Ism can. <laughs> hey, I don't discriminate. Man, tits are tits. Yes. Um. For our, for our video uh, fans, uh, you might want to turn off your video at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll take it. We'll do it offline. How about that? Save it for the bonus. Like usual. We should probably move on. I, I, I was going to, uh, I had a, I had a sort of link story about the, uh, uh, the bad effects from masking as well, which there are many, but I won't go into that now. Maybe I'll tackle that next time. Well, so we'll no. The the war will be won when you Google BBC News and it comes out with Wesley Pipes's IMDb. And in case you're wondering, I can see some of your faces. Wesley Pipes is a black porn star with an enormous penis. All <laughs> uh, right, is he the one that pops up in all the memes? No. All right. Okay. Oh, that's, that's I don't Barry know Wood. His name. Barry you, Wood. You would know. <laughs> At least, at least Kyle did it. 
I'm just, uh, I'm just an innocent. Oh my goodness, here. you guys! I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Do, and I, I'm not even drunk. I'm trying to keep a, the train on the tracks, but you know, a, hold on. There's a reason this this show is it's obviously being run by by the company that that goes through East Palestine. Anyway, okay. Uh, so who's we'll episode move on is next? To the yeah. next story, which is going to be our lovely friend Gil. Yes. All right. So I've got I've got a interesting story that I haven't heard about in a long time, but it's it's been around for decades. Uh, but uh, there were <clears throat> uh, six cattle in Texas recently found dead. Ooh, I saw for, that. Yeah. For unknown reasons, and they had their tongues were removed. They appeared to have been surgically cut, like the side of their faces were cut and sliced open to have their tongue removed. Uh, some of them, their their anus had been like hollowed out and cut out along with their genitals. Uh, and authorities are baffled as to why they died. And there, there's also some other weird things uh, like predators won't, won't eat the dead carcasses and they just lay there for days before they get found and, and all this sort of thing. Uh, so this, uh, this phenomenon has been around for a long time and people will often rush to say, oh, these are um, like Satanists that are mutilating these cattle and uh, uh, offering them up for sacrifice and that sort of thing. Or they're UFOs and again, the, the classic story of UFOs coming in and, uh, you know, sending the beam down, pulling the cattle up and then zapping them and cutting them open and then leaving them back down on the... They've the been thing, watching so. America and going, these motherfuckers are too dumb. What's the next smartest thing we can, what's the newest yeah. smartest thing we can probe? Something along those lines. Now, I've, in my time, I've uh, been very skeptical, as I usually am of most things, um, of these stories being anything other than just the cow died and genitals are among the things, genitals and lips and tongues and are usually the parts of the body that that coyotes and things will chew on uh, before our other parts of the body. They're not going to chew on the cow's, you know, spine because it's thick leather and the, the they, they're going to go for the, the thin uh, tender bits first. And so Counter when it, when, when it, go ahead. What's your question, Justin? Counterpoint. Have you ever seen a tiger eat something? It just rips right into its like gut. It does. It just mauls shit. Sure. Yeah. A, 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 a predator like a large cat might not do that, <clears throat> but down in Texas, where they don't, they have. I'm sure they have mountain lions, but yeah. they're probably not the ones eating these cattle. Um, if you if you leave a corpse like that uh, long enough, the edges of the wounds will kind of uh, you know, desiccate and look very um, very straight and as if somebody had surgically cut things. So I'm I'm not so 100% certain that the assessment given in the story is, you know, 100% true. But it did it did say um, that the, uh, and these were, you know, experts in the field that go out and investigate dead bodies and things. And they, they are kind of, uh, they, they say the, the cuts look like they were, have been made with a saw. Um, so I, I don't know. 
you know, I'm I'm not there, so I can't see the bodies, and I'm not an expert anyway. But hmm. who knows? And it's it's not just in Texas. Recently, they've been finding these uh, elsewhere along the, in the United States. There was a story from uh, Oregon that was extremely similar to this one. So who knows? But uh, cattle mutilations are back in the news. So all okay. rejoice. Okay, Keo, I'm very excited about this. Um, I know a lot about this. this. This has been going on for years. And as you say, it's it's the classic cattle mutilation thing where things have looked like they've been poured out by lasers. Mm -hmm. um, no, normally no signs of anyone entering the field. You know, things. Yep. this has happened in like muddy fields and snowy fields with no tracks around. And uh, it's been going on for a long time, particularly in America. And uh, there's a researcher called Linda Moulton Howe who's written a whole book about this. And she kind of favours the alien um, aspect of this or possibly the U.S. military. Mm -hmm. maybe. And there's mm -hmm. an idea that maybe the U.S. military are going around kind of sampling these cows, looking for something like some sort of contamination or, Has, you know, some sort yeah. of like disease. Does anyone know where Fauci was when the, these things happened? <laughs> yes. Well, yep. uh, I think these weren't little puppy beagles, Justin. Yeah. So and I'm they sure were probably killed that. humanely. You, oh, well, humanely, humanely, that cuts Fauci out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is a very, and it's, I don't know, it's been going on at least 20, 30 years. Long, long Longer time. Longer than that. I mean, I yeah. think it's been a, a thing since UFOs have been in, you know, all right, and now I'm leaning towards the, the thing about the predators is a classic thing as well. The predators normally don't go near the, the bodies for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's an odd part of it. So who knows? And I, I, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying it happens, it's probably, happens in the UK as well. And I've seen some photos of uh, these things, and the the wounds do look very odd, very precise, like done yeah. with a scalpel or some say with you know with like a laser cutter or something. Mm -hmm. So it's it's interesting. Do they um, happen in like roughly the same place, or is it just scattered across everywhere? This was uh, all in Madison County. There were um, six six cattle whose death is un unknown. Well, there ha there have been people as well, farmers who claim to have seen their cattle being sort of levitated up. Uh, mm -hmm. from the field as well yeah you know they you can get those uh those uh, special mushrooms out of uh out of cow manure <laughs> too so <clears throat> well one yeah. thing's for sure a rancher yeah you know you're gonna be around that stuff yeah the truth is out there somewhere I That's saw that I story. Think. It was very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah it, it's, as you say, it, it's it's a bit quiet on the cattle mutilation front for a while, but it, you know it's obviously come yeah. back. They went away. Yeah. It um, took I, a break I, during COVID. I think yeah, it took a break were... long before that. I haven't heard stories like this since uh, probably the early aughts or something like that. I don't think the aliens were fully vaccinated, so they're a bit afraid to come down here. Yeah. Probably yeah. during COVID. They saw it coming. Unless they wore masks, of course. Yeah, definitely. Well, got double mask though. Mm. Whatever happened? Whatever suit, happened to double masks? Like I don't see the people I see wearing masks. I don't see wearing two masks. 
I'm so I'm there. Two masks, it, maybe three masks. You know, you I did see too a many lot of masks. I did see a lot of double masking before, and I would imagine that the same people that were double masking would be the people that are masking now. What about the science change for them that one mask is just as good as two? I digress. Yeah. That's it. I got nothing else to add. Very early on, we had people kind of wearing space suits as well, didn't we, really? I saw Mm -hmm. a couple of those. That were very entertaining. Oh, well, my, one of my favorite memes is, like, the person at the grocery store in, like, a full hazmat suit, and then, like, a normal person just walking around. It's like, you're the conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> Clown that, Okay. Gotta be kidding me. No one's got anything more to say about cattle mutilations? And... No, I'm just glad they're back in the news. I thought they had disappeared, but... Yeah. Well, I hear... Cows. Well, it seems to be cows, doesn't it? Do they do sheep yeah. and other things? Maybe, I've, maybe there's I've just a strong black market for like roasted cow tongue balls and dicks. Maybe they just want to, you know, they maybe they just want the food. Yeah, maybe they like the anus the best. You know, it's the best <laughs> bit. <laughs> Yum. Thank you for that, Terry. Yum. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll wrap this part up, shall we, and move on to. Uh, Jackie's story, unless anyone's got anything else to say. Take it away, Jackie. Okie dokie. All right. So um, this is more of a lighthearted story. Uh, I had had happened to see um, a meme come out. And uh, so it said, um, man, and it said South China Morning Post, right? And of course, we can believe anything that comes out of China. Uh, But uh, anyways, man sues himself and wins. A Kentucky man who threw a boomerang that flew back and hit him on the head has sued himself for $300,000, Hong Kong, 2.32 million and one. And astonishingly, it will not cost him a cent because all the money he won comes from his insurance company. Okay, now that is a fake news. That's fake news. However, which is funny, right? However, this triggered me to look up a couple of other news stories to see if stuff like this actually does happen. And so one of them, so I just found a couple and was just lighthearted, uh, but the company, so in 19, there's a company founder who sued himself and won. So um, it says in 1976, Peter Maxwell went to work at a manufacturing company in Chino, California. He was showing a new employee how to use a piece of machinery. Unfortunately, the company's VP had repaired the machine using the wrong size bolt. So the head was protruding. Maxwell's sweater got caught in the bolt head and he was pulled into the device where he was severely injured. So he decided to sue the company he worked for, which happened to be the company that he owned. It led an interesting lawsuit, but the one with clear lessons for any person looking to start a business, which I just thought was interesting. So basically, um, the injuries prevented him from working, so his wife had to fulfill the role, and even though he was an owner and director of the business, he was an employee, right? So he set himself up as an employee as well. So he was entitled to sue the directors of the company for compensation for medical expenses and loss of work. So he basically sued the workers' comp if they had that back in 1976. 
So <laughs> did, he, did he defend himself as well as well as prosecuting um, himself? It was <laughs> Maxwell, the employee represented by a personal lawyer, v Maxwell's company represented by the company lawyer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> when I mean, Maxwell's personal lawyer filed the lawsuit, the company lawyer suggested suggested settling out of court. <laughs> Both lawyers agreed that the company was negligent and needed to co compensate Maxwell. <laughs> agreed. What's and he it? had to pay out to himself. Hold on, isn't he isn't he liable as the owner of the company if the company was negligent? Yeah, so his insurance would have had to pay it out. Oh right, okay. Yeah. yeah. LLC means um, limited he, liability. Yeah, he himself wouldn't be liable, you know, as he's in the company, not, you know, yeah. the people who run the company. You know? yep. the, yeah. So the company wrote off the $122,500 as a business deduction, and Maxwell, the employee, got to keep the lump sum without including the payout in his taxes. So from a tax perspective, perspective, both the company and Maxwell enjoyed a tax benefit, but unfortunately, it seems that anytime the word tax benefit appears, it tracks the interest of the IRS. So they investigated it, blah, blah, blah. And um, let's see here. It's accordingly, they ordered, oh, okay, so this is how corrupt the IRS is. Invest the IRS investigated and determined that Maxwell's payout was income because he was an equity owner of the corporation. Accordingly, they ordered him to pay $64,185 in income tax on his cash settlement. They also I mean, disallowed I, the business I, deduction, penalizing the company for $58,000 for a fraudulent business deduction. I don't feel like that's <clears> ridiculous. <throat> the IRS in, expects you to report income from stolen goods and drug dealing yeah right mm. like it's on their website how did how did he not convince the board of directors just to pay him money instead of doing this all through court wasn't yeah, that a conversation was, that happened it probably i don't know but it doesn't really say but it was probably through um, for the tax deduction which he was probably trying to get around that and he would have had to pay out but he still had to you know, because file, if you're file, the owner of the company, you're anything. still going to get, yeah, he could have still paid yeah. himself regardless. But yeah. I think he was trying to give himself $122,000 income tax-free. So, uh, I guess you don't generally pay tax on uh, like injury compensation, do you, in America? Uh, so listen to this. Listen if they to can this. come after it, they do. Uh, so... Yeah. Uh, the IRS investigated, blah, 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 the total pendant, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now it was time for both Maxwell, the employee and Maxwell's business to take on the IRS. So they both lodged an appeal to the U S tax court in 1990, almost 15 years after the incident, the U S tax court found in favor of both Maxwell and the company, the judge ruled that as an employee, Maxwell was entitled to his settlement income tax free, which is true. The judge also ruled that the business could deduct the entire amount as a business expense. The decision to employ two lawyers, blah, 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 uh, each with a separate fiduciary duty worked in Maxwell's favor. They would each be expected to reach a reasonable settlement for the side they represented rather than Maxwell simply awarding himself a ridiculous payout. So that was his catch. Was so a great they verified. Story. Yep, yep. Wow. That's pretty. That's crazy. It's opening so. up all sorts of scamming possibilities in my head. It's you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, 
there was another one. Oh, this one's really funny and it's short. This one is an inmate sues himself for $5 million. An inmate who claimed he violated his own civil rights by getting arrested filed a $5 million lawsuit against himself, <laughs> then asked the state to pay because he has no income in jail. Robert Lee Brock, a prisoner of the Indian Creek Correctional Center in Chesapeake, filed a handwritten seven-page lawsuit last month in federal court. He says, I partook of alcoholic beverages in 1993, July 1st. As a result, I called myself, I caused myself to violate my religious beliefs. This was done by my going out and getting arrested. Who was serving 23 years for breaking and entering in grand larceny. That's a long time for that, unless someone was killed or something out of it. But he goes, I want to pay myself $5 million. He continued, but the state, but asked the state to pay it on my behalf since I can't work and am a ward of the state. Well, they technically own his person, well, his name. And, um, uh, but the judge said that she was unimpressed by his ingenuity and she dismissed the lawsuit as frivolous. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm quite impressed by the ingenuity. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, he has all the time in the world on his hands. Yeah. So, and he goes to the law library and kind of figures out what are ways that we can get the, the state to pay. But, you know, he probably would have had to throw in other things like, well, I'm not just a ward of the state, but you guys technically own me right now oh dang it's pouring outside own me right now then you know you're responsible for my care and here we go um the last one uh and then we'll have these links in the notes but man sues himself for vehicle damage when a dump truck backed into curtis goki's car he decided to sue the city for damages only thing is he was the one driving the dump truck <laughs> so he basically tried to maneuver it around a couple wow. of different ways and they weren't able to make it happen. <laughs> so it sounds like it sounds like this guy just got that book from the 90s that always did the commercials. He has all the question marks on his suit. He's uh -huh. like, all you can get all these federal grants and it's free money. Give me a call yeah. right now. Yeah. We'll give but you the book on how to do that. Yeah, so he just now got the book. He's going through like, oh, shit, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then the funny thing about this, so basically they tried to get his wife to um, to sue. Hold on. Angela, can you shut my door? Um, they uh, they tried to don't get his wife that. to be able to sue him. Yeah, cut that. No, uh, no, no, thanks. Um, so he said... You, sorry my dog pushed the door open um okay you can sue your spouse okay so they tried to get to where he sued his wife sued him um but they said you can sue your spouse for divorce but you can't sue your spouse for negligence uh schwabauer said they're a married couple under the california law they're one entity it's damage to community property <laughs> so, wow. so, oh my goodness anyways those are uh those are hilarious and i figured they were kind of interesting that see what awesome. happens when you get yeah. a weird meme <laughs> so. that was awesome so um yeah but soon yourself can be quite um quite productive yeah Sometimes it pays. myself for yes well there's a lot of people that have tried suing their parents for birthing them yeah 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 or for like um uh what do you call it liberation from from your parents 
Emancipation. Emancipation. That's the word I'm looking for, yes. Like the Menendez brothers. There was a whole proclamation about that, you know. Is that? Yeah, the Emancipation Proclamation. Specifically about children and parents. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, basically. Yeah. That was uh, that was great, Jackie. Very very entertaining. So uh, it led to all sorts of ideas springing up in my head about how we can make some money <laughs> from the state. Let so, us know. You know, we give them all our money. Why can't we get something back from a scam? hundred percent agree. Hold on, I just saw this commercial about this guy in a he wears a suit with a bunch of green question marks on it, yelling about this book that he'll sell you with all these ways to get free money from the government. We used to get these, uh, you probably got these in the States as well. We used to get these adverts in the UK with some guy coming on and said, have you had an accident at work that wasn't your fault? Tax mm-hmm. us and we'll, we'll get some money. Yeah, those are yes. all over the place. Yeah. Still, to this day, yes. Mesothelioma. Ambulance chases. Oh, uh, what's that uh, Lake Fort something that's real popular right now? Oh, yeah, Camp Lagoon. Was it Camp Kirk? Lagoon. Lejeune. Yeah. Lejeune. Yeah. That's it. Or the 3M earplugs. Yeah. A lot of lawsuits against the army. That's weird. Well, it was, yeah, uh, almost, um, it's almost like they don't have our, your best interest at heart. <laughs> <laughs> it was a British comedy show that did quite a good spoof of that where um, it, this, the twist was he said, uh, have you had an accident while you're reproducing an accident at work? in an advert <laughs> so it was a specialist company that gave you compensation for that <laughs> well it's it uh if i were to ever hurt myself like for instance say hypothetically if i were on drugs one night and i was laying on my back like doing bicycle kicks and i somehow got a hernia from that i would definitely go in the next day of work and be like i just got this hernia here i need workers <laughs> That's an we, oddly we, specific situation. I'm a creative fella. What um, can I say? We don't, we don't recommend uh, fraudulently um, getting money from your employers, by the right. way, uh, listeners and viewers. I, I like to give these um, sort of like public information warnings from time to time on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is not legal or financial <laughs> advice. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Clearly satire. Uh, and, yes, and that's right. But that's we right. are, in fact, a news we're all journalists we do deliver the news but it is not your mama's news so that's clearly how it's satire you see and i got a quick bonus for people that have made it this far uh the usa patriot act is an acronym for uniting and strengthening america by providing appropriate tools required to intercept and obstruct terrorism oh my Mm. god how many millions of dollars do you how many millions of dollars do you think they spent getting that finding something that spells patriot yeah you know they came up with that pretty quick too like it was like right after 9 11 they had almost that like they knew, almost like they, was, knew uh, that they were going to use it it was already written wasn't it that's why i've heard it was already written yeah, by one of those yeah. neocons i can't that remember that sounds which one. right yeah uh and your homework uh viewers and listeners is to work out what the cares act stands for as well the, the cares go. act the cares, cares. Yeah, not the care bears act but the cares act um cancer anal rape 
emergency. In, so in that's series. what they did. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Justin. It's I been think a long that's night. Probably correct. <laughs> right. I, I think um, before we descend into the depths of hell, uh, we ought to wrap this podcast up. <laughs> so uh, thank you, everyone, for viewing and listening and enjoying it in your own uh, unique way. Um, if you don't mind, Ashley, I'm going to pass over to you to um, give our listeners and viewers the ways to contact us because I can never, never remember. Absolutely. They can get in touch with us at our website, which is unionoftheunknowns.com. That is our link tree page. And that will lead you to email, phone number, our Twitter, our Discord, Rumble, Rockfin, and our newsletter. And I also think it's our RSS feed that they could subscribe to as well, Kiel? Yes. Yes. Perfect. So everything is there and we uh, definitely are happy for you to reach out to us, get in touch with us. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate everyone listening to the show. Thank you. We certainly do. So uh, let's all say goodbye in our own unique way. And uh, we hope to catch you next time on Not Your Mama's News. Bye, everybody. Evening. Bye, Bye. Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.